I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Hello and welcome uh, to Friends with Friends. My name's Pete and here's Dave. Ahoy. A sad, a sad ahoy hoy, actually, because it's not... It's, it's, it's strange to find the tone for this, isn't it? Because I did want to not miss an ahoy hoy. I've not missed an ahoy hoy for a long time. But this episode is... Uh, a, a, uh, again, the word bonus sounds wrong, doesn't it? Basically, as you'll have heard on this week's main podcast episode, we recorded the one with the breast milk. Is that this week? Yeah, that's the one. Recorded that on Sunday night, um, and it's probably only a few hours before, actually, but only a few hours before we heard the sad news about James Michael Tyler, uh, who passed away, um, which was just a huge story on on Monday uh, everywhere around the world, wasn't it? It was so nice to see how many people were just talking about it and celebrating Gunther and celebrating everything he brought to Friends. It was, um, was, I know Friends is huge, you know, we we can't forget that. We're not talking about a little sitcom that we've discovered on this podcast, but it was was like a a lovely thing to see, wasn't it? I think that the thing that I was pleased to see was that just prior to, to the reunion, um, he was very much like the public face of friends right? because he was the only one who would sort of be at events to do with friends or would appear on things talking about it a bit more freely. Mm. Um, so he very much at the time when the, the six main friends, of course, were off doing their thing, he was the one that was kind of there to still talk about it and to celebrate it. And when you think about the fact that he was in over half of the episode, he absolutely does earn that that kind of title that he seems to have been given um since he passed away of of seventh friend i think like like narratively perhaps gunther wasn't that integral i think i no. think that's a fair comment but yeah. but in terms of being part of the furniture then oh my god he yeah absolutely was and i think um the the most kind of major minor character of any sitcom ever, right. like uh, how how could you possibly be more sort of um, memorable than than he was? I know, I know, and there's that old tale, isn't there? About you know, I think it's been sort of uh, <laughs> it's 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 been exaggerated to the point where you know people go, oh yeah, he was just a man that worked in a coffee shop, and they sort of said, do you want to be an actor? And but you know, but he was basically just an extra, wasn't he? To start with, he was he was a man with barista experience. He he was a trained actor, you know, he had done acting and he'd done acting training and stuff, which is why it's sort of less like oh my god he's just a random nobody as it were but 
but he did come from basically being an extra in the background who knew how to use the coffee machine to to getting a, a line and getting a word and getting a name and then becoming yeah like you say and again there's no other Gunthers, you know? Like, arguably, if someone, if you said to someone like, oh, you know Ross, there's there's loads of Rosses in the world, there's no other Gunthers. Yeah. Chandler's think- the only name that, that's sort of like, you're like, yeah, you think Chandler, you think friends. But Gunther is such a, a unique one. And also, if you, like, as you say, like, Gunther as a character was given a name. But to look at this from perspective of James Michael Tyler as a, as a person, as an actor as well, he was also trusted by some of the most like successful, talented yeah. uh, comedy writers of all time to deliver these great gags, to do the gags that end scenes, yeah. to provide the big laughs, uh, and to break tension at times. He was trusted as an actor, James Michael Tyler was, to do all of these things, which which they kind of had... He, he met all the highest standards of comedy acting Otherwise, he wouldn't have been there. And I and, think that's, yeah. that's a massive thing. A hundred percent. And just as a viewer, he was brilliant in them. You know, he was great. He stood up with the rest of them. He's so funny. He's so deadpan. He's so, he's got that, such a specific style. But my God, did he like, like you say, considering the other six of them were all auditioned and, you know, they did a, basically a, a sweep of the nation to find the six best actors for this massive new hit, <laughs> potentially. And he was just the background artist who became the seventh one as it were he stands up to them doesn't he he absolutely he earns his place there so as we mentioned we weren't really sure quite how to do this but in the end we thought the best thing to do to honor uh james michael tyler was to ask people to share their favorite gunther moment and the, the, the one thing that i like i'm really like just to point out before we do this like there is obviously a clear difference between James Michael Tyler as a person and Gunther as a character. Yeah. So while we will go through all these moments that the people loved about Gunther, like I, I just I don't want to overlook the fact that James Michael Tyler as a person had a lot of friends and family that people will be really mourning and and, and devastated about his very premature passing and and the illness that he's had. So I just don't want to kind of conflate James Michael Tyler with Gunther the character because of we're course. talking about a real person here. Of course we are, and and we're discussing this, aren't we? As as the impact that James Michael Tyler the 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 person had on the the television program that we discuss weekly. You know, it's within the context of 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 that um but uh, the the single thing that carries all these great gunther moments is how well delivered they were by james michael tyler just having a scan through them now and certainly the ones that i picked out before we put that instagram post up the best gunther moments are james michael tyler being brilliant you know they're not they're not really necessarily in fact ever a lot of them are very physical they're very physical they're not really the line itself are they they're the delivery of the line and the way he brings it to life and that's what's brilliant because a lot of the jokes that uh, in friends are just brilliantly written jokes that you, arguably anybody could have said and they'd be hilarious you- uh, i think james michael tyler as an actor brought such a, an extra level to to gunther that that's that's why it's worth looking at these do you know uh, the other absolutely mad thing is if someone came up to you in the street 
and said, name someone with bleach blonde hair. Yeah. Who's the first person that yeah. the, the majority of people would say? Gunther, of course. It's mad, isn't it? Yeah, it's nuts. I know. It's so bizarre how he's become such a fig. People say cult figure, but it's not cult when you're one of the most recognisable people no, from one of the... popular culture, yeah, yeah. One of the biggest television programmes of all time. It's just a huge impact on, on pop culture, like you say. Um, did you have any of your own personal ones before we get into the the ones that people have suggested? Well, it's to be honest, it's the 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 less sort of laugh out loud one, the more sort of endearing, sweet one that that naturally attention's drawn to in the aftermath of, of James Michael Tyler passing away. But it's the one I shared on on the uh, Friends of Friends uh, Instagram page, and it's it's not actually his line; it's Rachel's line in the last episode. And I think the fact that we've got all the way to the last episode of Friends before Gunther actually decides to tell Rachel how he feels. And it's that lovely line from Rachel really sort of sympathetically and sweetly and sensitively delivered by Jennifer Aniston as well. when she says, when I'm in a cafe having coffee or I see a man with hair brighter than the sun, I'll think of you. And I just think that's uh, that's, that's kind of true, even not about, uh, even outside of the context of that episode, you could kind of apply that to just Gunther generally. Yeah, it's such a perfect line for the for the occasion, isn't it? It was it was so fitting uh, that that carries so much sort of emotional weight even now. Um, I mean, I I didn't go for a, a an emo- I couldn't decide. Here are my here are my top three, uh, and uh, no doubt some of these have been suggested on the Instagram as well, um, but. Quite a lot of them are later Gunther, which I guess make a later friends, which I guess makes sense as Gunther got more and more lines as friends went on. You know, didn't have many lines in the first couple of seasons, did he? But the one with the Porsche, it's just such a niche specific line. But the one with the Porsche, where uh, Joey finds the Porsche keys and says, "Asks Gunther, are they yours?" And he, the way he delivers the line, yeah, that's what I drive. I make four bucks an hour, and I've saved up for three hundred and fifty years. It's. <laughs> So good. It's yeah, that really so damning funny. calculation that he's done. Yeah, exactly. He's so brilliant, and 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 he has a few of lines like that. But and one of the other ones, and like you say, actually, I hadn't really clocked until you just said it. How often they treat, how often they gave him the punchline? Absolutely, of the whole scene. You know, uh, what is this? Some kind of snake or something? You know, like just big lines that just that's the big laugh, and then you move on. Uh, but the other one is where the episode where Joey Joey punches Ross, and yeah. it's there's two bits of that episode. One which we talked about fairly recently on the podcast is one Ross keeps going Rachel, Rachel, and then Joey turns around and Gunther just goes Rachel. It's so funny, and that's again a big punchline of a scene. But the other one is when Joey just hits Ross, and it just pans to Gunther's face, and you just see the glee absolutely reveling in it the glee in his face is so good it's so brilliant and you know not even a line there that is pure james michael tyler being brilliant isn't it absolutely and uh i i think the the lovely thing is you can kind of just (laughs) not to draw too much attention to to our instagram but you can just scroll through this little bank of of lovely gunther moments that lots of people are sharing and that's one of them that i know proved very popular yeah um, what what other ones have people proffered then? Okay. I mean, I don't want to do this as a sort of countdown, but we can kind of go off uh, the sort of popularity of the comments on the Instagram page. Yeah. Um, 
and Alice shared the one with the two parties when Monica asks what he's doing at Joey and Chandler's and he just kind of bounces away. He sort of looks guilty <laughs> about being there for about five seconds, like, like a split second, doesn't yeah. he? And then he's just like, no, nah, I'm having a nice time at this party. It's so, again, physical James Michael Tyler brilliance. It's so, that bounce. It's so, you can picture that in your head. You can close your eyes and picture that immediately. It's, it's so wonderful, isn't it? Absolutely. Kaza, Kaza B. I always love the bit where Phoebe snogs Gunther to try and get his cold for her sexy voice and then the apology when he has to apologise <laughs> to Rachel later yes, on in the episode. Yeah, yeah, that is great. Absolutely great. That's sort of like, I don't know if you heard, you know, I didn't initiate the kiss, but I didn't <laughs> I didn't fall away from it either. Brilliant. And also, I, I'd completely forgotten this one, but it's it's actually quite early, friends. Um this is a family place. Put the mouse back in the house. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's like an iconic one, isn't it? Geraldine. No, I don't know why I'm reading this one out, Pete. This is going to be absolutely disastrous, but it's... It's, it's, it's the, the Dutch pit? Yeah, it's the Azels. <laughs> you should have sex met Azels. And it's just... I've obviously butchered that. I apologise to anyone Dutch listening. But the, the when it's revealed, he speaks Dutch. It's so plausible it's so it makes so much sense in his little weird character that he speaks fluent Dutch and that exchange he has with Ross where Ross is so flustering around trying to be right and have the last word like Ross likes to do but in a language he doesn't speak and he delivers that line back and Ross just goes and tries to look back through his book again brilliant um there was a lot of love for the Mrs. Whiskerson line about is yeah. this some kind of snake or something? Inevitably, there was a lot of uh, a lot of that, and yeah. also um, when Joey goes in looking for Chandler and asks where Chandler is, <laughs> yeah. and Gunther replies, "I thought, I thought you, were you were Chandler." That's so good because at the time, and obviously now it's a fairly well trodden trope, but at the time that was just such a unexpected line wasn't it just to be going we all know who all these characters are and it's so funny to remind you the viewer that Gunther just he just knows Rachel doesn't he he just knows who Rachel is because he's in love with Rachel and she worked there it makes total sense that he wouldn't know which one was which of the other group of friends that just come into his coffee house quite often I mean, we could go on like this for a very long time, going through all these moments that people have shared. Mm. But you just like I'm just scrolling through, like um, Julia, the Halloween party where he's dressed as Charlie Brown. He brings Rachel more candy, and she says, "Someday you're going to make some man the luckiest guy in the world." <laughs> Kerry says the sound of him breaking everything in the kitchen and coming back in, saying that he just dropped, dropped a cup. A cup. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that sucks. I was buried in an avalanche. I used to be Bryce and all my children. Uh, stuff like holding the "We reserve the right to refuse" sign yes. and telling um, who is. That he tells to get out. It's just a, that customer that's hit on Rachel, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. And um, Rachel proposing to Joshua, he says no, and Gunther saying, You idiot. You idiot. Um, there's just loads of them, loads and loads and loads of them. Yeah, it's 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 like you say, we could go on forever and ever, and, and we shan't um, because we could literally be here all night. But um, yeah, we just wanted to do a little. Uh, just a little t- episode to, to to mark the news, the sad, sad news this week, and um, and to celebrate James Michael Tyler's contribution to Friends, which was absolutely wonderful. And um, yeah, he's going to be missed, isn't he? To Gunther and to James Michael Tyler. Cheers. So, uh, what do you do when you're not working here? You don't need to fill these silences. Oh, okay, thanks. Can we get a uh, lemonade to go? Lemonade? You okay, man? I'd really like to ask you out sometime. So that's that's what I'm doing now. Wow. Uh, 
Um. I dropped a cup. Hey, buddy. This is a family place. Put the mouse back in the house. Don't forget, you, you can come visit her anytime you want. Oh, good, great. I'll, I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> hey, so what is this, some kind of snake or something? Oh, I love you, too. Probably not in the same way, but I do. And, and when I'm in a cafe having coffee, or I see a man with hair brighter than the sun, I'll think of you. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute.